Grand Rising Spiritual People, today is Friday, May 20th, and um, yeah, what else is there to say? How are you? How you doing? I am doing great. Um, I Technology is frustrating me today. Is that something that's happening to everyone, or is that just me? Um, well, today we're back with another... Uh, collective reading and today I really want to focus on the divine masculine um, and how different that is from society's portrayal sorry I'm trying to light a match <laughs> society's there we go portrayal of masculinity um, the differences if you don't already see the inherent differences Divine masculinity has a lot less to do with being a man than you'd think, um, and it has a lot more to do with masculine energy, so some things that have divine masculine energy are the sun. Um, uh, my favorite divine masculine uh, god, I guess, is Osiris. And he is the god of knowledge. He basically brought tools and civilization to the people. Um, he is the god of the underworld. So there's a lot of different things that... I mean, throughout different cultures, there's a lot of different meanings towards masculinity and femininity. But um, right now, my favorite thing to sort of think about and... Yeah, just think about is... In my own journey, I've been told that... Um, healing my divine feminine is very important and I think that it is very important for everyone um, but in order to do that you have to have a safe space and you have to have a space safe space not only externally but internally and in order to create your own safe space within you have to be able to feel a level <clears throat> feel a level of safety feel a level of protection a level that you can pr provide your own safety or your own protection and that energy is your own divine masculinity within yourself um, that energy that makes you feel like you are strong enough to take on whatever comes your way and this is kind of odd how it's lining up I was just talking about how technology is very frustrating today I was trying to work on my website because I'd really love to have it published for you guys um, obviously I got distracted and started deleting things off of my laptop and that's when I found um, like three or four old voice memos from a previous relationship where um, the masculinity in that relationship was very toxic and on both parts like we both were very like brute force bump heads um, but usually when I hear or when I see or hear um, reminders of that relationship I'm pretty triggered like that's a hard one for me to get over um, but today I'm I'm okay like <laughs> this is the first time that I've ever really sort of um like purposefully triggered myself because again like the voice memo I knew right away what it was gonna be so I was I was purposely triggering myself and I didn't get triggered I just listened to it and if anything from listening to those conversations again I can just see the growth in myself and how I don't feel the need to prove myself to anyone and I um, definitely partook in a lot of stupid shit for no reason um, because I was confused on what it meant to be in a relationship and what it meant to be on this earth and what it meant to be um, <clears throat> in touch with my divine feminine and masculine and what masculinity or type of masculinity I wanted in my life. So I don't know. I think that it all kind of ties together. Um, bottom line though, I did want to sort of just bring out the divine masculine just, and this again, energy, <sighs> Uh, divine energies have nothing to do with gender, so if you're afraid that this reading won't apply to you because of your gender, or if any of my readings wouldn't apply to you because of your gender, fear not, because most of them, I'm not going to say all because I'm sure at some point I'll do some hyper-specific something, um, and because I am a woman and my experience is almost completely womanhood or it, it, through a woman's experience I do sort of tend to reference that more often 
But again, energy surpasses gender, and I'm going to be working a lot harder on making these collective readings more gender neutral. So with that being said, let's get straight into it. We would like to talk about the Divine Masculine, starting off with the Goddess Tarot by Chris Walder. <clears throat> Have transformation. Divine masculine. Give us a few more on this topic. Oh, 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 we've got the sun. What did I say? Ah, I'm losing my whole deck. Hold on. And one more. Okay, there we go. Prince of Swords. Let me read the Prince of Swords just to see what he has to say. Prince of Swords, courtly but strong-willed, the Prince of Swords uses language so that there can be no confusion about his intentions. He is a messenger bringing needed information or clarity. Okay, so we've got the Prince of Swords, we've got the Sun, and we've got Transformation. So yeah, Divine Masculinity is, is um, sort of like earthly energy. I feel like Divine Femininity... femininity? <laughs> I feel like Nemo. Um, I feel like that has more to do with the spiritual side of life and masculinity has a lot to do with the material part of life or the physical part of life. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's really interesting that we got all three of these cards. So just basically confirmation what I was saying earlier about the sun, um, physical transformation, maybe um, like a workout routine or with my own workout routine recently, I've been doing things that make me feel strong and that's it. Like there is no, um, set amount of reps or, or miles I have to go or whatever. I just go until I feel strong or until I feel tired, but that is what makes my body feel strong. <clears throat> and I think that that is why listening to previously triggering voice memos, um, no longer triggers me because I am now in a place where I feel strong. I feel like my foundation isn't rocky. I feel like I could protect myself, not only physically, but emotionally and spiritually. I just, it's also like protecting myself also includes just not dealing with the bullshit anymore and not engaging in those triggering and also, um, just, I don't know, just, you, you know, you know, you know what I mean. We're going to get some clarifiers, um, for masculine energy. We just want to talk about the masculine energy. What does the masculine energy mean for us? Oops, sorry. So we got the king of hearts. So again, more masculine energy. Um, I'm using my clarifying deck that I made myself out of a playing deck of cards. They're pretty cool. It's one of my favorite ones to use. Get one more clarifier. Okay, we got two. So we have the three and the eight of clubs. Sorry, um, three and the eight of clubs, and on them we have a woman's feet and a woman's hands, which is interesting. So continuing on the trend of divine masculinity, what it means to us is. <clears throat> It's literally just eliminating fear from your life. Like on the woman's shoes, or I, it's her feet, she's wearing shoes. There's a cockroach on her foot. And it's kind of like just scary shit is always going to happen to us. There's always going to be like weird things that happen or just scary things that come up. And the divine, like when you are connected to your masculinity, um, you fear a lot less like you will experience fear a lot less because you what is there to fear like you you can protect yourself there's obviously like things out of your control but again when we focus in and like come back down to our world our bubble if you feel strong there's a lot less that you have to fear throughout your day this incense is trying to smoke me out she's going hard today um <clears throat> So yeah, so again, I just, this word strength just com keeps coming up for me. Um, and it's actually interesting, on the King of Hearts, there's a person with an umbrella and a really cool outfit, but it's like a white t-shirt and a skirt and two butterflies. So again, like, 
this has nothing to do with your gender like this whole entire spread is completely gender fluid like there's splashes of both men and women and everything in between and I ooh, you know what I'm gonna read the sun card from Chris Walder I'm sorry I'm a little all over the place today I hope you bear with me so the sun card um let me find it come on okay there we go the Russian, oh, in Russian mythology, the three Zoria are goddesses' attendants to the sun god. All, as well as bringing warmth and light to the world, the sun represents the brightness of intellect, creativity, and fertility. An expansive, life-affirming energy, creativity, relationships with children, fertility, love, masculine, or yang energy. That, thank you for bringing that up, because yang energy, when we're talking about yin versus yang, so... <clears throat> Again, like the bright energy, the intellectual energy, whatever it is that makes you feel strong, whatever it is that makes you feel like capable in this world, it doesn't even have to fee- have to be um, physical strength, it could be mental strength, um, but it's sort of like the divine masculine really calls on us to build up our our defenses, our walls, the things that make us feel structured in order so that we can't be as e- as easily triggered in the future. Um, or not even triggered, just as easily hurt or when I'm speaking for myself, when I feel like I've been hurt in the past, it was because I didn't have the defenses made to where those things couldn't hurt me. I think that that makes sense. Um, yeah, we, oh shoot, we're going to keep going with the divine abundance oracle cards and just see what, um, what can divine masculinity bring into our lives? Why Why is this important for us, this divine masculinity? Okay, there we go. They are flying out today. Okay, we brought, we've got humility and karma. Okay, so humility. We've got a sort of monk-looking person in a Buddha-esque shape in the back. There's a little Pomeranian dog, a dragonfly, and an owl. And a blue flower. Oh, a few blue flowers. Um, it says, Allow me, divine, to always accept the right assistance. I welcome your help in every way and delight in receiving it. So, humility. Again, um, because masculine energy is so much based on having the ability intellectually or physically or mentally or emotionally, um, you have to have, in order to bring ability into your life you have to have the humility in order to say okay I don't have the ability to do this right now I didn't have the ability to make myself feel strong to make myself um, untouchable by lower energies I had to have that humility point of okay I'm lacking in this area and I should build this up in a um, empowering way and not in an ego stricken way Um, We also got karma, which is really cool. It looks like a person is knitting this sort of like lotus-shaped spiderweb flower thing. (laughs) Um, There's a really cool bird in the corner. Again, I'm not good with identifying birds, but um, it's not one of the regular like city birds. I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyways, karma says there's nothing from a past life that can't be addressed in the current life. Okay. This is a great point to bring up because sometimes we are dealing with issues and ailments and traumas and triggers from past lives and we don't even know it. I, something that's coming up is the phrase, oh, I was I was raised this way. Or the people who just sort of like put their, put their behaviors on their environment or the situation that they were brought up in and that happens a lot like that is a common thing throughout um but it might have nothing to do I mean granted you'll probably know if like your childhood is the source of a lot of your issues but sometimes we find an issue and we're like I really have no idea where that came from um I like there's just certain things that come with life and you're like there is no answer I'm just that way 
okay, your answer might be a previous life. Your answer might be that this is karma from a previous life and it needs to be addressed with humility and um, that sort of masculine, like when I see, when I hear masculine energy, I see like a statue who is set in the ground. Nothing can ever phase him or them. Nothing, nothing can phase the, the statue, but it, every, no matter what, it's just acceptance of reality and knowing that he or the, the statue can make it through. Um, so, yeah, your karma is an important point of, okay, is this relevant? You know what I mean? Like, past life regression is a very telling experience for a lot of people because you learn so much about yourself that has nothing to do with yourself in this life. Um, like, we're just so focused on this lifetime as a society. It took me, like, learning about past life regressions. It wasn't just auto-assumed into what I was taught about because I also was um, raised Christian. So, um, we really were, they really believe in like the afterlife and how it's just, you have the one lifetime, you do it right, you make it into heaven or you do it wrong and you go to hell for eternity. Either way, it's a very definitive, like one, one and done experience where now thinking spiritually, I sort of see how there are many experiences many lifetimes that we as as souls go through and they carry over and you have to see your experience your existence as this ever expanding timeline and not just these 80 years or these 20 years that you've been on this earth like you your existence goes way way beyond whatever you've experienced up until this point however old you are you might be 50 years old and it's crazy too when you think about how like at least in my life the older women will say oh I'm so old I'm 40 years old I'm 50 years old you know back in my time I was I'm ancient or whatever it's always just that sort of feeling of I'm old but really they don't even understand that they are like thousands of years old their soul is thousands or hundreds or millions of years old they could have been actual dinosaurs and the joke is like 40 years is too old to be accepted like that's so crazy to me because energy travel like it's so much more than just this lifetime I realize I'm going on a on a rant again but it's just interesting to bring in the karma aspect of there's nothing from past life that can't be addressed in the current life. Not to mention, past lives can also be much smaller. As in, I'm 22 years old today, but when I was 21 or 19, that feels like an entire past life for me. And I have a weird way of like storing information anyways, so that might be the issue there, but sometimes this lifetime can also feel far away and distant and feel like there's um, subconscious behaviors that we pick up in relationships or in childhood or um, in school, you know, there's just different aspects that really influence us and we don't realize until we get to this point of adulthood where we're actually really dissatisfied with certain things, our, our behaviors, our reactions to things that we just don't identify with, but they're there. We feel them. Those are emotions that come up. And um, again, we get stuck in sort of claiming our emotions as our own, but really we don't, like, you could not relate to your emotions at all. And that is perfectly okay. That's perfectly normal. Um, you just have to find out where they're coming for, oh, sorry, <laughs> where they're coming from in order to make space. And you can next time you can present the behavior or the emotion that you do identify with. So you're not automatically triggered into reacting a specific way and having that base of knowledge, getting down to that who are you? Who is your soul? How does your soul want to exhibit its pr its presence? Is it peaceful? Is it all-knowing? Having that information about yourself, about your your soul and its entire existence is, div is divine masculine knowing. That is important. So that's awesome that they came up for us today. Um, let's keep going. I think that... Hmm, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? I think I want to do another one from this deck, from the Divine Abundance Oracle Cards by Tasha Silver. I don't know if I said that before. <clears throat> what else can this masculine energy bring us? 
two more. Excuse me. Okay, so we've got receiving, and we look. We have a masculine person with a big, big sun behind him, and it looks like he's. Um, well, it says receiving, but it looks like he's throwing this dove, like he's releasing this dove. And the um, card says, every day it becomes easier to receive the highest divine plan and to trust my inner guidance. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, <clears throat> so I want to talk about this before I go on to the next one. Um, first of all, visually, it has the sun, and we already talked about before how the sun is pretty, thir pretty um, thoroughly, like, the representation of masculine, of yang energy. <clears throat> um, every day it becomes easier to receive the highest divine plan and to trust my inner guidance. So once again, it's kind of like those gut feelings. Like when I'm saying the word masculine, I feel it near my root chakra. Like it's down, it's your roots. It's what keeps you grounded. It's what, so that your feminine, okay, okay. Let me explain this correctly. Your masculinity, say you're sitting down, your masculinity sits in your lower half because that is where you ground. That is where you, your base is, your, your foundation is. That's where your strength comes from. That's also, like, if you're in a fighting position, that's where all of your movement comes from. All of your power comes from is from your lower half. So if you're defending yourself or you're fighting someone or you're physically, like, exhibiting your masculine protection, it's all coming from that base root part of your of your spiritual and physical body um but it's important to have that because once we have a strong base a strong masculine energy in our base in our root chakra and the other thing to mention too is your root chakra is your basic needs your safety your your um your shelter your food like you are being taken care of your root chakra is the first one that you have to acknowledge because that that is the one that opens the door for the rest. That's how you ascend. That's how you elevate to the next levels. Um, anyways, when you have that strong base, when you have that foundation that is unshakable and it's rooted in divine knowing, divine knowledge, it's rooted in trust, in gut feelings. That's the important part. Highlight that. Gut feelings. Trust those. Then your divine, your up top, your crown chakra, everything above that, your heart chakra, your throat chakra, all of that can expand freely because they know that they're being supported by something that will not shake, that will not crumble no matter what it's faced with. So you can experience and you can expand and you can experiment in your feminine flow, in that energy that is divine and more spiritual and you can grow and reach out like I've got my arms up in the in the air right now like we you can reach out because they you know that you will not lose that like you are safe if you were to have the most like okay personally for you if you were to experience safety in the way that you've always wanted like whatever safety means to you what would you do? Like, again, it's the sort of comment or the quote about if what would you do if you knew you could not fail? We're making sure that we cannot fail by building up this masculine base because that is what keeps us grounded. That is what, that's where our morals lay. That's what, that's, that's what keeps us tied to, you know, like to, to reality. So when like the, like feminine divinity is sort of scary sometimes because there's a lot of different avenues. Not only does she represent the darkness, but she divine femininity is 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 expansive it's like going into space uh, you can't tell me that that's not a terrifying thing like it's so ever expansive that you could never reach every single surface of it not that there are any surfaces in space you know what i mean so um i think i kind of lost myself but i think i hope you get the point of like in order to be able to like so okay this is what i'm trying to say in our spiritual lives today, in our spiritual guidance today, in the spiritual realm of the Western world, divine femininity is over-talked about. It's, it's, it's just claimed to be the most important part, especially for women, that you have to heal your divine feminine. But you have to realize that in order for her to feel safe and healing, your divine masculine must be a part of the, of the, of the healing, of the experience, because again like when you look at the yin yang symbol you have to have 
both and you have to have pieces of both in the other like you can't have one without the other basically but there's not a lot of talk about the divine masculine in today's uh hyper spiritual western world so we got one more card from that deck and it's flow and it has um a dolphin in the front and there's a bunch in the back um it's a very blue card <clears throat> It says, allow me, divine, to move with the flow and respond with calmness and peace. So once again, I feel like once we have this sort of structure and this knowledge of our divine masculine within, um, nothing can really shake you. Like you will always find yourself in that sort of center of calmness and peace. And it's not love and light. Don't get me wrong. Calmness and peace. Um, that is just always knowing the truth. Like you cannot be shaken like and I just I think that that's so important in today's world especially with mental health especially with just anything going on if you are unable like if it, if others are unable to shake you your peace is 100% like that's the best kind of peace to experience is the peace that that no one else can can change for you like to experience peace in that way is really truly it's just exciting it's really it's um i'm trying to think of the right word it's uh it's yeah i don't have words for it i'm sorry <laughs> i also um was just looking back at the transformation card the first one that we pulled um on either side so we have a woman in the middle but on either side there is a man with the moon and a woman with the sun and that's really cool again we're talking about that balance that divine and that's again like throughout culturally um throughout different cultures the sun and the moon are represented by different faces but bottom line energy again is gender neutral energy surpasses gender so you really don't have to assign the gender with it. Um, when I'm telling, if I tell a woman <clears throat> to express her divine masculinity, a lot of people will assume what masculine means because of our world and how it's been built. The patriarchy has nothing to do with that. The patriarchy is opposite, is the exact opposite of divine masculinity. And that's the craziest part is no one you know, it's hard to see that separation in what we think masculinity is, the toxic masculinity, and what actually divine masculinity is. I think that, that that distinction is really important. And if that distinction isn't super clear for you, um, maybe sit down and write a list so that you can make that more clear and so you feel more comfortable exhibiting masculine traits energetically, okay? Um, again, you don't have to change your wardrobe. You don't have to change much about yourself. Um, it's an energy. It's an accepting. It's a receiving. It's a humility you sort of have in your gut that you no longer have fear when you experience specific things. Um, yeah, so we're going to keep going again with the Magic of You Oracle by Fiona Horn. One of my favorites right now. Um... And we're going to see what blocks we have towards masculinity. What, what, what's, what's holding us from, from sort of experiencing this masculinity? What should we face? <clears throat> oh my goodness. The whole deck apparently. We have a lot of blocks. Okay, guys, we need to work on that. Um, I'm going to take the two that fell on the floor. Um... Okay, so we have Marak, number 16, which looks like a foot that's about to step on the Earth's surface. Um, but there are a bunch of like really cool space-looking plants. I know that makes no sense because we've never seen a space plant, but yeah. Um, so Marak, it says, embrace oneness with the universe. I'm also going to read these from the book because they always have more information that his mind blowing but anyways the second one is 21 opulence it's time to lead ooh, ooh um opulence and it has a female figure with a mask on that kind of turns into like golden ant antlers um i hope i'm doing a good job describing these cards to you guys um and then underneath, ooh -hoo -hoo, underneath the deck, we have Liberation, number 13, Free Yourself. Okay, that's awesome. So, 
Let me uh, start with Merak number 16 from the book. <clears throat> so... Um, okay, so it says, Embrace oneness with the universe. Are you rushing through life, trying to achieve and acquire? When Merak appears, it's time to take a deep breath and slow down. Consider there are simple, small, happy things around you to which you are blind whilst, fi whilst you fixate on and desire larger goals and larger expectations that are making you feel increasingly cut off, frustrated, or despondent. Okay, so... Okay, so there are small, happy things to which you're blind while you fixate on larger goals that are making you feel increasingly cut off. The girl of Merak has stepped up away from her desk, out of the kitchen, and away from others' expectations. She has chosen to walk, not drive. She treads slowly in order to fully sense and notice the little things around her. Her heart lifts with a great sense of happiness. At her feet spring luscious berries and sweetly scented flowers that look like they're from space. The world around her swells with pleasure as it, sense, as it senses itself being noticed and appreciated. Oh, that's so beautiful. Let's talk about the reciprocity between your relationship with nature. When you give to anything, it will give right back to you. So if you're giving to negative energies, they're giving right back to you, babe. And that's why you're seeing so many negative energies in your life. If you give to nature, nature's going to give back to you and you will see it. Like you can't miss it. You will start noticing nature more often. Um, sorry, got super excited about that. It is time to step lightly into the world and be grateful for what you have. Notice the small things. The answers you seek reside in the small achievements and enjoyments of each day. And in your willingness to be one with the universe, know that your role and place in the world is just as essential as anyone and anything else okay <clears throat> let me take a deep breath um yes so this being a block for us our ability to embrace the small things in life um that is that doing that will help you sort of internalize this masculine this divine masculine energy because again when you sort of sit back and realize that everything you're working so hard for in the long run really doesn't matter as much as as we hope it will and i don't mean to be um like i don't mean to discount anyone's experience or anything that people um desire or or <clears throat> appreciate um the point really is is that being here on this earth being here in this life we are here to experience things and our society has gotten caught up with having things instead of experiencing things and don't get me wrong i am a materialistic baddie i love my things but I make sure that my love for things does not take away from my, from me enjoying my day. So say I want a new car, which I do. My partner and I are trying to figure out how we can get a new car. But I will continue having good days in the car that we have until we get that new car. Like my happiness does not depend on that new car and that is my divine masculinity inside telling me showing me energetically that we know it's coming but until then we're going to enjoy the car that we have or we're going to enjoy riding our bike to wherever we have to go like it's my inner it's my knowing that gives me the peace to enjoy my day and the gratitude to enjoy what I already have does that make sense um yeah so that's again really cool um i think that maybe starting like a gratitude journal could be really helpful for some of you um yeah just being thankful for the small things because it's it's one thing to work towards your goals and achieve a lot of things in your life but just reevaluate your your root chakra your purpose why are you doing the things that you do um have humility in this process as well and be honest with yourself be able to tell yourself the truth and what it is that is driving you ultimately um and do you still align with that because again like excuse me <clears throat> 
for a few years in my early like adulthood I was like okay I have to go to school I have to go to school I have to get my master's like I have to build this career and I have to be super good at it because I'm going to do it for the next 40 years and then I went through a sort of few situations where I was unable to go to school um, I was unable to afford to go to school and I sort of like lost my entire path for a while and I had zero direction but I think that that gave me the opportunity to see that um, the things that I was going to work for or work towards if I had those opportunity um, opportunities was going to ultimately drain the life out of me and they had nothing to do with me and what I wanted to do with my life, like what I wanted to get out of this life. They were just going to take up time and make me feel successful and make me a lot of money, but that's not what I came to this earth for. <sighs> okay, we're, we're moving on to opulence. Number 21, um, it's time to lead. There is a great wisdom in going with life's flow. Okay, that's that's three times now we've heard the flow. Um, shoot, last one. Uh, going with life's flow and choosing battles, conflicts, and accepting change wisely and peacefully. Okay, just based on that sentence, again, this masculine energy is knowing already. So when you know things about yourself, when you just know the purpose of your being here, like when you have that gut feeling, that gut foundation, you no longer have like those battles sort of seem stupid almost like those battles and conflicts that you have with everyone every day they're just kind of like pointless and that's such a great point to get to because when the conflict disappears from your life it feels so good you take a deep breath and it doesn't feel like anyone's judging that breath i there's no other way to explain it i you have to feel that way for yourself that's why this humility is so important being honest with yourself or even discovering your karma and um redefining your life path like this oh oh let me keep going there is also a time to assert your authority and trust your wisdom and leadership skills. Okay, so earlier when I said that it's not all love and light, it's calmness and peace. You are still like, this is the point of it's not love and light because you don't always have to be nice. You don't always have to be cheery. Divine knowing is not always just beauty and light and oh, everything happens for a reason. Yes, it does, but that doesn't mean it has to be positive. It doesn't have to be a positive experience. Um, it doesn't have to be a people pleasing experience. It doesn't have to be a, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but you using your authority and trusting yourself to stand up for yourself me i am a woman like we've already discussed i um again like i was taught to grow up ladylike and sort of just kind of be meek and be this like small person in a room unless i actually have something to add and discovering my authority was so empowering for me because I realized that it doesn't matter if anyone's listening but I have something to say and I'm going to say it for my soul like honoring that part of yourself is so important but that comes from my divine masculinity of knowing that I can trust my gut I can trust myself to say these things I can trust myself to feel big and mighty and strong and I can take up space in a room okay let me keep going People and situations are now looking to you for guidance. Wear your success and assets proudly. They are well earned. It's time to be a light so that others may follow. The girl of opulence, the one that was wearing the golden antlers, wears... Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the girl of opulence wears the lavish golden crown of leadership. It emits a radiant glow and signifies spiritual enlightenment as well as earthly accomplishment. Being in, a, in an exalted position gives you the opportunity to be a wise leader and help others. Much like happiness is only real when shared, and being exalted only me, being exalted only meaningful when it helps others. Okay. So you're in a position to help others. Um, in a position in such that you are listening to this podcast for a reason. Um, I'm giving you sort of guidance for a reason. Now it's up to you to take it, but once you take this 
take this guidance into your own experience and you sort of allow it to transform. Again, remember our first card was transformation. Your experience transforms. So you are allowing calmness and peace. You're allowing this receiving into your life. Again, you are being promised great, beautiful things. If you've been listening for a few days now, there's a lot of great things coming towards you in this collective. Um, trust that it's coming to your divine masculinity again is your power to know that what is owed to you what you desire what you're manifesting is on its way um, your divine feminine is sort of the the connection to the spiritual realm to help the to ask the energies to help you receive these things but your divine masculine is that knowing that it's on its way you're open to receiving and when you become this person when you transform into this receiving person this humility um, you have humility is what I mean you've faced your karma you you have this balance of your feminine and masculine it's going to be obvious like um it's just going to be obvious like you it, it can't not be obvious because it will completely change the way you live your life and when that happens people sort of start to catch on just like it happened to me and now you're listening to me I'm guiding you the train just sort of keeps going on now you guide others in your own way maybe you start a podcast maybe you do whatever it means for you to help guide others through this same sort of transformation because now you have the knowledge so why wouldn't you just give that knowledge away freely because in your divine masculine you know that it can only help the collective it can only help someone by sharing that message and just by existing in that energy you sort of it might even be like an unconscious and only energetically felt influence so say you go to the coffee shop and you are a balanced person you give off that energy and when your energy intermingles with the person who's taking your order their energy sort of attaches onto that or they or they feel it they experience it and now you've just like started the ripple into their life and now they can start experiencing things through the spiritual world and whatnot it doesn't have to be like you don't have to get on a podium and, and give a speech don't be intimidated by the leadership card it's leadership in a way that you are accepting you're receiving and you're empowering this life for yourself so that you may ripple into others lives and empower them to live the same life that's the best part about spirituality at this point is that it's um, it's endless. Like I don't have to hoard it for myself. I don't have to gatekeep anything. As the more I share with you, the more I receive anyways. So there would be no point in me keeping this light from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a really cool relationship to be a part of. I think that you'll find that once you get more comfortable with finding that balance, whether you are a she, he, or they, Balancing your energy, your masculine and your feminine energy is so, so important for getting on the right track and being able to ground yourself and experience this life the way it's meant to be experienced. <sighs> okay, deep breath. We're going to keep going to uh, liberation number 13, free yourself. Um, liberation is the codependency card. Ooh, this one's gonna hurt. <laughs> this one's gonna hurt me because I just the other day was like, I'm way too codependent, especially on my partner, but you know what? We'll keep going. It's the codependency card. It's time to liberate yourself from toxic people who might have been soft and seductive in life once, but are now smothering you. Okay, I take back what I said because my partner is not toxic. I just am very clingy. Anyways, free yourself from toxic people who might have been soft and seductive in life. So, um, let's be a little more ominous about this. Again, like the lifestyle that we are sort of told to live, like me going to school and having a lot of money and having like a big house and a car, that was a seductive lifestyle to me. Um, obviously, there's no one standing in front of me seducing me, but that life um, was paraded as the best possible thing I could do with my time here on this earth. And boy, was that a lie. Boy, was that seductive. Boy, was that just trash. Um, 
smothering you smothering oh my god when I found out I couldn't go to school when I found out I couldn't afford to go to school I was devastated I was smothered in my own devastation because I was like that was the only way that I was gonna make my life purposeful and what I mean what can a person who can't go to school do that was my mindset which really really sucks and I hate that that is how I lived for so long um <clears throat> But it's true, and people experience that shit every day. They're, exper- they're experiencing um, being smothered by different expectations every single day. Every single day. I know you can relate on at least one level. Uh, the girl in Liberation was once seduced by the soft embrace of the swan. Oh, by the way, the, um, the visual on this card is a woman who is naked but you only see her from like the waist up and this swan skeleton you can see the skull and then the neck kind of ravels around her and she looks like she's in pain so I think that the whole point is that she's going to be freeing herself or liberating herself from the swan anyways um she was once seduced by the soft embrace of the swan but now its deathly gaze signifies all life is gone and she is trapped by its snake-like coils crushing her essence okay should i over explain this part no let's keep going it's time to unwind the tentacles wrapped around you by oh be they be they those of lovers family members any people with intimate access to you Okay, so we're being specific here. Lovers and family members, um, recognize who is lifting you and who is pulling you down. The tentacles might also be that, that of a job or learning environment. It is time to move on when liberation appears. In a situation of codependency, remember you are holding each other back. So although you may feel that you owe it to another to stay and continue, liberation reminds you that it is not only you who is being held back. It is the other person too. Take action and free yourself and them. Wow, that's really beautiful. Um, I've never really heard it explained as in like liberating myself also liberates you, which is obviously such an important conversation to have because, um, well, on one hand, you get people who can't really make decisions for themselves, but they would, they would be able to make the decision for someone else when we're people pleasing, when we're stuck in that idea. But on the other hand, um, freeing myself from you and freeing you from me is such an empowering way to look at that sort of just idea relationship etc etc um I had a point to bring up but I forgot what it was so again liberating yourself and with that divine masculine with that root chakra in 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 touch and balanced you will be able to liberate yourself with trust and with belief it's not gonna feel like that typical mania oh I get to do whatever the fuck I want liberation it's a I'm ready to receive whatever's on its way to me sort of liberation. There is a difference. Make sure you know the difference. Oh, this is what I was going to talk about. So when it comes to seduction, I recently learned about um, how um, when we are in insecure attachment styles or codependent, codependent attachment styles, um, we, our brain tends to fill the insecurities with sex, with sexual acts. Um, so we tend to have really good sex lives with the most insecure relationships because our brain is filling the spots that typically in a secure relationship would already be filled with love and trust and experience. And it's not to say that in a codependent relationship, Obviously, you love each other. Obviously, you think that you are madly, deeply in love. But the thing is, when... So, here's the thing. This is the point that really got to me, is that they were saying how when we are with someone and we have a really good sex life with them and we um you know there's like other elements to the relationship that are sort of like red flags maybe orange flags um but we kind of ignore it because we're like oh but we're so good with them like it just feels like I'm so attracted to them I they're, they're just there's this magical element about them that I can't escape that is your brain filling space because it is 
an insecure attachment. And on top of that, like to go further with this, I sat down and I journaled about this for a little bit the other day and I was realizing how many relationships that, or even just, um, interactions, like interactions between acquaintances have been sexualized because, not only was I insecure within my relationship with myself, so I sexualized myself 100%, um, but I expected everyone else to sexualize me, so I sort of just, like, fit the, fit the image, you know what I mean? Like, I just accepted that everyone expected sex out of me, I, everyone ex- expected me to be a seductive woman, so that's what I became, and I realized that I was just insecure. Everyone was telling me what I should be. I was really insecure on what I should be. Oh, look, it just started raining. I don't know if you can hear it. <clears throat> but anyways, you, my relationship with myself was so insecure that I filled every single relationship with sex. Like, in inappropri- inappropriate ways and unnecessary ways as well. It would, it'd be key, complete strangers. And I would think my first thought would be oh I do they find me attractive I think they're attractive I would just over sexualize the entire world because my brain was so insecure that was the only way and when you think about it it's pretty primitive like my brain is so insecure um in trust and 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 compassion that it had to fill it with sex which in the animal kingdom like that (laughs) makes complete sense but for me to sit back and realize you know sort of again making that list what interactions were true and what interactions were based in insecurity and over sexualized and I mean I'd say at least 90% of the interactions that I had were over sexualized out of insecure attachment so that's also because my divine masculine and my divine feminine both were out of whack and I just I didn't have a understanding of my soul, my relationship to myself, my relationship to my experience. So again, I think that that's a great place to leave off on. Um, you guys know, you know what to do. Um, you know, the message is here, go with the flow, find your karma, find what can liberate you and liberate yourself. Um, just accept this life allow yourself to receive this life and lean into that masculine energy that masculine divine masculinity also i think on top of that um i am really into the new kendrick album and there's a few songs on there that have to that are talking about toxic masculinity and how it affects straight men even in this world and i don't know i think it's a great conversation to have um I know that a few of his word choices were very questionable, but bottom line, that 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 uh, conversation does need to be had um, in all communities on the difference between toxic masculinity and divine masculinity, and how women, men, and non-binary folk all alike need a balance of both. And it's not. Um, Like, as a woman, it's not discounting in order to have... It's not, like, discounting your womanness, your womanhood, in order to have masculine energy. As a man, it's not discounting your manhood. In fact, it actually enriches your manhood when you have feminine energy in balance. um, Because it has nothing to do with your gender. That's it. That's the last thing I want to say. It has nothing to do with your gender. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email me at admiroj, A-D-M-E-R-O-J 18 at gmail.com. Thank you again. Blessings on blessings. Um, Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow.